Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, Lauren, and Danny. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Lisa. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. I'm Danny. And we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. Oh my gosh. I love the podcast. This is season three. What? Never thought we'd make it this far. Yeah, we're doing something special for season three. I'll tell you in a sec. But if you know, if you're new here, Cimarelli Podcast is a very entertaining, uplifting podcast full of advice. That's changed our lives and personal stories. We get pretty vulnerable and real sometimes. Sometimes pretty goofy and weird. And um, uh, I don't know where I was going to go with that. I was going to say it was keeping entertaining, but I don't know why I wrote that down. I don't really like that line. So every oh other episode. You said is, that like eight times in the last episode. I know, and I hated it every time. <laughs> every other episode, right? So one is here. Episode two will be on Patreon. Three will be here on YouTube. Episode four will be on Patreon. So every other episode is available only on our Patreon, in addition to a bunch of other stuff. So you're going to want to join our Patreon if you want the other half of this season. It's totally worth it. Our Patreon is amazing. So the link is in the description. Definitely join that. And you also get to see the YouTube episodes like this one a week early. So Patreon, you already saw this. YouTube, hello. hello. So season three, we are basing it on our new book, Believe in You, which is available basically everywhere online. Go get that for sure. It's a book that um, is about like life advice and personal stories from. It's kind of like our podcast in a book, basically, mm-hmm. about all the big topics in life. I feel like it's like get to know us and grow with us. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Mm. So today's chapter is going to be today's chapter. Today's episode is based on chapter one, which is your relationship with you. And Aunt Kath's going to tell us a little bit about uh, chapter one in the book before we jump in to all the topics. So you guys know what's going on. All right, fam. So you may be wondering what your relationship with you is about. Mm. It's about your relationship with you. Love it. (laughs) But a little more specifically, in case you're wondering some of the topics that we cover in the book, these are kind of based and pretty much everything in the book is based on the questions you guys ask us the most in our DMs, on Mm. Instagram, Twitter, whatever. So some of the topics we cover in our first chapter are perfectionism, dealing with stress, how to survive an emotional breakdown, Dealing with anxiety, self-care, and how to have a good relationship with yourself. Mm, So, for today's episode, we decided we are going to talk about our worst days and how we turn them around. So, that's a topic for today. But first, the first thing we do is we take a spicy advice question from Patreon. Ooh. Wow, you said it right instead of Q and A. Dang it! We do a spicy advice Q and A. It's one question. It's a Q and A. All right, today's question comes from our patron Danny. What's up, Danny? We saw you at our concert the other week. It's secretly me. Hey, Danny. Good to see ya. Guys, it's really just me. (laughs) We met. Danny. We all make fake Patreon accounts. Oh my god. All right, so her question is kind of like a twofold question. So I was thinking everyone can kind of just. What? <laughs> Amy just said something. Everyone ignored it. I didn't. What did you say? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, she didn't finish it. It wasn't she pertinent. I realized. Okay. <laughs> All right. So today's question is kind of a two-part question. So you can just focus on whatever half because they're kind of different. Um, that speaks to you personally. All right. So she says, "How do you stop criticizing yourself and being a constant people pleaser?" Criticizing yourself. Um, I learned a lot about this 
in my counseling therapy. I don't know what is counseling, whatever. This year, I learned a lot um, about kind of the step-by-step process. The first step is figuring out what you're actually saying to yourself. You might think you know what you're saying to yourself. You probably don't. There's a lot of things you say to yourself you have no idea. I just mm-hmm. learned this about myself because once I started looking for the things and listening to myself, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was saying all of that. So I started to learn to look for the things first. That's the first thing. You have to look for them. When you are like aware of them, when you're like, I want to figure out what I'm saying to myself, you will figure it out right away. Don't worry. So figure out what you're saying to yourself. Then you have to question what you said. So you have to say, okay, I'm a bad person. Is this true? Can I know that 100% without a doubt? I am just a 100% bad person. No, you can't. So then you have to question the belief and you have to say why it's not true, right? So you can say, you know what? I had a good intention this morning when I did this thing and I I did this thing and I did this thing wrong, but I apologize for it. You know, you give yourself some um, evidence and then you say, what's the real truth? I have good intentions. I'm a good person and I make mistakes just like every other human. So Mm -hmm. you kind of replace that original thought, I'm a bad person, which is criticizing yourself, with the truth, which is you're a good person, you have a good heart, you have good intentions, but you mess up just like every other human, but you're doing your best. So that's the process that I do. Anyone else for self-criticism? I would say... I don't know. I feel like for me with criticism, a lot of it is inside, like staying inside of your head too much. And something that's been helpful for me is to share my like critical thoughts with people that I trust. So if you know someone that's really critical, you probably don't want to share it with them because they probably <laughs> will just criticize you more. Oh, <laughs> well, yikes. But I have clear memories of like when I was like 18, I remember telling one of my best friends like, oh, I hate my thighs. She's like, what? why you have good thighs and I was like I thought you were gonna say something bad (laughs) no like I was I was really critical of that aspect of myself she's like I've always thought your legs looked great and I was like what and just thinking like my friend sees me this way like obviously you want to get to a place where you can just have your own affirmation but I feel like it's helpful it's helpful sometimes to have like friends or like oh my gosh I said (laughs) this thing I feel so dumb do you think that person thought I was an idiot and then your friend's like no, they probably didn't. Like just saying it to someone, getting it outside of the craziness of our brains and bringing it out into the light, it just takes a lot of the weight out of it. But make sure the person, you're right, make sure it's a supportive person because there's plenty of friends who would be like, yeah, you could lose 10, 20 pounds. That (gasps) would not be helpful. Or if they're like, yeah, you do. I mean- Okay, you want them to tell you the truth in a kind way, right? Yeah, okay, maybe that's another... Hey, you know, it did sound a little crazy, but I don't think you're crazy. I think just the way it came across. Like, maybe they say it in a nice way. Someone who can be honest, but in a nice way. Do not tell it to someone who is rude. If you have a rude friend, do not tell them. And also, too, it's a good good idea to look at your friends and kind of see, like, how do they view the world and themselves? Because when I was... I've talked about this before, but I had, like... When I was younger, I was kind of in a group of friends where they were so critical of each other and like themselves and it got me into this mindset of like constantly criticizing myself because that was the environment that I was in so you might want to if you have a lot of friends that are constantly like that you might want to try to find like better friends that are more gentle loving you know it's not necessarily easy because I feel like most women are very hard on themselves but definitely why are you guys looking at me you're telling this thing and Amy's sitting here like this (laughs) she looks like she's panicking (laughs) 
She I probably is. Not. Okay, uh, then why don't we go to people pleasing? What tips oh, do you have for that? I feel like we all have so much to say. Literally, all of us have a problem yeah. with this. Yeah. I realized when I got in a relationship that it was really triggered because before that, I was like, I'm not a people pleaser. And me people too. ask me to go places, and I'm like, no, I don't want to go. Like, I would be very protective of my own wants and needs and then you know you can't know how you're going to be in a situation before you're in it so I just didn't see this coming but I started feeling it not only with my boyfriend but like everyone in my life like people would ask me to go somewhere or even like one time I found out you guys went to Sonic and I didn't go and I was like oh no I was probably supposed to be there I probably should have been there they're probably mad that I didn't go and I was like who am I now I don't know but what helped me was, first of all, becoming aware of that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't healthy behavior, and I'm doing this a lot. Mm-hmm. And then hearing my thoughts, as Christina said, like, becoming aware and hearing them throughout the day and realizing how out of control it was getting. With, like, every single thing I did, I was thinking of, like, a million people. Like, how will they see this? Will they be okay with it? Will it hurt them? Will it hurt this person? Mm-hmm. And then last, not even saying, will it hurt me? And I started, I have my calendar. I think I've said this before. I have like a slot at the top where I write a quote for the, each month. So the last like five months, it's been like, what do you want to do? Or like, be honest or just say what you're thinking. Like focusing, refocusing on myself, not in a selfish way, but like in my life, I need to get things done that I need to get done. And I need to take care of myself first Mm -hmm. and apparently a lot of people don't care if I'm not at Sonic with them (laughs) I don't need to be freaking out about Mm -hmm. dumb things like that so just putting some kind of reminder or something in your life to refocus back to yourself like Mm -hmm. okay it's good to consider what other people think but first what do I think and then I can balance people off of that because you Mm. have nothing to balance off of you're only living on other people's opinions and that's when you spiral yeah. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, some... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go. Okay, I'll just say it. Um, something that helps me, like, definitely agree with what Lisa's saying. It's like, yeah, you have to think about what do I want? What do I want to do? But in the moment of saying it, you get scared because you're like, oh, what if they're sad? What if they're mad? Mm-hmm. And I had to realize, like, People are not all just these wimps that can't handle anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. like they can handle being canceled on. They can handle hearing something that maybe they didn't want to hear. And they can handle being sad and they can handle being mad. And also, I can handle someone being mad at me because yes. I can communicate and talk through it. Like mm. realizing that people are capable of handling disappointment mm. and if I disappoint someone their life is not going to end Ooh, that's, mm-hmm. that's really good and I will add a quick tip I agree with both of them I'll add a quick <laughs> tip is that it helps to have someone else to like help you with it so if you have like a friend or like a partner or something who like you share your life with it really helps to be like oh my gosh I'm really scared to say this to this person or I'm really scared to put myself first in the situation mm-hmm. or I'm really scared of hurting this person because if you have someone who can say hey just do it anyway or like hey here's maybe here's what you say inside like it's really really helpful to not do this alone like to just like eh, like freak out in your own mind like it's like Catherine was saying about the criticism like it's always good to just have someone to like say your fears out loud to and have them be like hey it's gonna be okay yeah, especially if you like, can't do it for yourself asking for help also yeah. on like how to word things yeah. Yeah. Too, like for oh, sure. Yeah, you don't have to figure it all out yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other tips? Yeah. Before we move on. 
Yeah, my thing was I think I people-pleased a lot, like Lauren was saying, because I thought people were wimps no events. Like, <sighs> I thought that it was my responsibility. Like, somewhere, unbeknownst to me, I signed up to be God and make sure everyone wow. was great all the time oh and everything gosh. was in my control. And then... I realized that I'm not God. What a shocking observation. (laughs) And I had to realize people need to be in, like, they need to be able to handle themselves. And they will be good. Like, handling pain is one of the most important things of life. And who Mm -hmm. am I to rob them of that? Who am I to pretend that I could take that away from them? And why would I want to? Like, I can do my best for me and that will be enough and also this thing that christina told me was like if i'm doing your stuff over there no one's doing my stuff Mm. so i'm just waving around in the wind like a dandelion (gasps) that's not right (laughs) like you have to sign up to be yourself and know where you are and what your place is and that Mm. other people will be okay and it's okay Mm. it's okay it's okay yeah i got a quick one um i definitely dealt with people pleasing still deal with it Every single day. Um, I feel like one thing that's a warning sign that you know you're not really in the right place is if you're operating from a place of guilt. Yes. So if you feel like, oh, I, I don't and really fear. want to do this. I'm so tired tonight. This person wants to hang out, but I really wish I could just lay in my bed and chill because I had a really long day. But they, they don't have anyone else. I'm the only person that they can talk to or whatever. Like, yeah, sometimes you do got to be there for your friend if it's like they're really going through a hard time. But if you're doing that to yourself constantly... I did that to myself. I still do this to myself a lot. You're going to run yourself into the ground and then you can't be there for anyone if you're constantly showing up for people. So I realized I have this, my therapist and I helped me identify this and I realized I have this really whiny voice in my head. I think of it as an old lady. Like she's like, I literally have a picture where she's this blonde lady. She's really tall and she's very like, pushy and manipulative and guilt tripping and she tries to force me to do things it's this part of myself that's very guilt focused like well you know i know you're really busy this week but you need to do this thing and see this person because if you don't you're not being a good friend and they're gonna think you're bad like just kind of she's trying to force me into stuff that is not healthy so i had to i had to force myself to think of another person in my mind i know it's it might sound really kooky to some of these people listening this is just how i conceptualize my thoughts there's another lady in my head. <laughs> Sounds really weird. A lot of but ladies. she's a nice mom and she's caring and she's nurturing. Honestly, it's me the way that I am with children. Like that's how I think of it. And I think of my I think of my other myself, another part of myself as a small child. And I'm like, okay, if the nice lady was doing my schedule, how would she do it? Would she be like, you really need to go to a little girl? No. She would say, I'm sorry, but this girl is not available because she's tired and she needs to take some time to herself. And so I have to like consciously check in and be like, am I operating from the guilt pushy lady or am I operating from the nice caring lady who is so mm. considered with other people, but not her like, well, well the other lady is so considered to other people, but not herself. So yeah. I had to, that viewing it through that lens has helped me so much. So make up a lady or two yes. also, or a man, if that helps. Last thing is like, it gets easier. It gets so much yeah. easier yeah. the more you practice it. It's not going to feel the same, like, stress and guilt forever. The yes. more that you do it and you put your boundaries in place, the easier it's going to get and the better mm-hmm. you're going to feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a, I had a 
a hard time with a lot. Well, I always have a lot of guilt in me all the time because I'm taking on responsibility for things that are not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think with the guilt, I have to ask myself, like, do I feel guilty because I'm doing something wrong? Sometimes that's what guilt is. You're doing something wrong. Or do I feel guilty because... I think I'm in charge of this person's feelings that I'm not in charge of. So, I mean, like, I'll feel guilty sometimes, like, I'm not going to hang out with my brothers. And I'm like, I really could hang out with them. I'm feeling guilty because I have this value that I want to be close to them, and I'm not um, meeting that right now. Mm. So the guilt makes sense. Other times, it doesn't make sense. Like, oh, I can't tell them I'm tired because then they won't be entertained by me. Like, that doesn't make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So you got to figure out, is this guilt, like, real like are you actually doing something wrong or are you not doing anything wrong that helped me a lot work through um if my values aren't lining up or if it's really i just think i'm in charge of making sure everyone's entertained all the time you know mm. so yeah. that was our spicy advice q a and we're gonna like q a we're it gonna was. move on like to the panel. topic of conversation <laughs> sorry which is opening up about some of our worst days and I'm trying to meet Matt that I just got worse days. And how we turn them around. And we want to say really quick, um, so you don't think that this is actually the, the it's not the worst, worst, like traumatic events. We're not gonna sit on here and say the most traumatic the things worst that have days ever happened of our to us. Lives. That yeah. would be really triggering, first of all. And second of all, that's not what we're gonna say. So just know that, just know that this is not the literal worst times of our lives. These it's not the like, worst thing we've been through. Oh, I'm having a bad day. It's the worst of your normal of bad, your bad day. days. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, oh, someone got in a car crash or spend the night in the hospital, or whatever. Yeah. Not those yeah. Yeah. Like we that. didn't talk about that stuff. So just, yeah. just know that when we go into this. So we're gonna They're start. Like, wow, they have an easy life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want you to know that, guys. Okay. Yeah. So Lisa, you wanna start us off? Ooh, sure. Um, this is actually a few weeks ago. I had a bit of a mental spiral. And, you know, I've been feeling kind of off throughout the month. I mean, really like September and October. I was just kind of, you know, don't know where I was. And mm. I got out of church. And usually I feel better when I get out of church. And I'm like, oh, you know. But I still couldn't shake this bleh feeling. So sometimes, like when I was younger, I would kind of just go home and lay in my bed or something. Just be like, uh, and just like sleep it off, which doesn't really help. It just kind of pushes it away for a while. So I was like, you know what? I, I can't go home right now. Like I don't feel good and I don't want to just go home and distract myself. So I went on a drive mm. and I was like, why? I just started asking myself questions. I went on this long, beautiful country drive. Mm. I'm, I'm saying how I deal with it. Right. Too. I'm yeah. not just, okay. Just yeah. yeah. They, the people want to know what to order. do on their All bad right. days. So because I was feeling down, I went on a drive, beautiful country drive. And I start asking myself questions. The sun's going down. I'm like, what am I feeling? Like, I'm feeling unimportant. I'm feeling, okay, kind of sad. You know, I start putting words out there and see which ones, like, ring a bell. You know, it's like all these little bells in certain rooms ring really loud. Mm. It's like, oh, it's that one, yeah. you know? And I was like, mm. Mm, unimportant. Ooh, invisible. Mm. <laughs> Abandoned. You're like okay. grocery shopping yes, for emotions. Okay. <laughs> yes, because I'm like, which one is it? And then I'm like, okay, now I'm feeling like a theme. I start to find a theme. And then I tried to, like, put on songs that would connect with that emotion, mm. but I couldn't really find any. So I just thought to myself the whole way. Just like think, thought my way through it, and I realized it was something more from like my childhood, and I and I found the bell. It was like ring, 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 ring. Oh my god! So then I started like really crying, and I, you know, I was driving. It's not the best thing. I think Amy has a yes, crusade against that. I do. But I got home safely. I was just like, ah! crying really hard, <laughs> um, and I cried it out, and then I felt so much better. I was like, all right. Now I'm going to go home. I'm going to make this amazing salad in my fridge. For some reason, this salad, this strawberry chicken salad, sounded like ice cream. I was like, (laughs) I can't wait. I made myself a salad. I got a little Halloween candy, and I put on my 
um, Halloween movie because it was the Halloween season at the time. And I, you know, had a nice little night to myself. And just the little, the moment of, the time of like preparation and processing and expressing into the comfort was so good. It was like a release and then a relax. Mm. So that was like a, a horrible day into like a pretty good night. Mm. Love that. Anyone Love else? That. Okay. It's your turn. Um Okay. This was like recent. So we were doing a bunch of stuff, really busy, preparing for our tour, had a bunch of projects coming up. And the day before this, I'd worked like 15 hours straight, which I don't usually do that, but there was just like a lot going on. And so this day, it was kind of like everything was just catching up to me and I couldn't really like catch a break because I had so much to do. So I was just kind of trying to just like push through the day, like doing all these things the best that I could. But I was really, really anxious all day. And I was realizing that I was just feeling like, ugh, nothing I do is good enough. Everything that I was doing, I was like seeing how I could have done it better and like, ugh, I'm not good enough. And just kind of like that whole thing was just like swirling in my mind all day. And I had plans to go to the movies that night but then I was like I really can't do that so I when I was done working for the day I could have worked a lot longer because I technically did have stuff to do but I was like I can't do that today like I literally did 15 hours yesterday so I'm not gonna do that again today because it's just not healthy and so I put on Gregorian chant in the car (laughs) as I drove home if you don't know what that is it's like I don't actually know it's how like, to describe it. Ooh. It's like a bunch of like men, and a lot of times I feel like they're like or monks women. or something. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's usually men. Ones. Well, it's a very old, old, I think, old, old type of music. Yeah, I think traditional Gregorian chant is men because it's written in a lower like register. But yeah, women but what can does it sing sound too. Like? It's just like really, really old school Catholic hymns that are in like Latin usually. And it's like acapella. And it's like usually yeah, it's so pretty in Latin. And so I don't really know what they're saying, but it's just like it's something about God. It just I sounds know good. <laughs> so I just feel like uh, it. I don't know why. Like Gregorian chant always puts me at peace. So I'm me driving, too. and I'm like, okay, yeah. God is here and he exists because you know sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment in the not the eye of the storm the opposite of that then you kind of forget about God and you're like ah anxiety 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 I have to figure everything out myself but putting that on Mm. and driving home I was like okay Mm. it's okay like I I have God like he's taking care of me I can deal with this so I canceled my plans for the night I was Mm. like I'm sorry which I my people-pleasing self can have a problem with that because mm. I felt guilty, but I was like, whatever, like I have to do this. So cancel my plans, listen to my chant. I just like went to bed. Well, I didn't actually go to bed, but I just went and laid in my bed because I was really tired. And I kind of did what, who was saying it? You were saying at the beginning of this episode about the criticism thing of like going through and like, okay, like, am I really not good enough? Is everything I did not good enough? And I was like, okay, actually I did a good job at all these things. Yes, technically I could have done better, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good. And it kind of just like untangled all of the 
knots. All the knots in my mind, I guess, of the not feeling good enough. And just laid in my bed and then watched some wholesome television. <laughs> went to bed early. And I turned it around. That's nice. So basically you Good checked you. yourself before you wrecked yourself. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I kind of wrecked myself and okay. then checked you myself. Wrecked yourself yeah. And then you checked yourself. You're like, you know what? I'm not wrecked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, I'm next. Cool. Hi. <laughs> this is so funny. My description is really funny. So basically, this day was June 16th. Well, listen, the oh, way that but... Amy described her day to jog her memory was... Hair was dark, and Lauren's ear was swollen. <laughs> so I'm having a very stressful weekend. I don't remember why. I probably just planned too much. Didn't listen to myself. Ignored every emotion as per usual. Um, I attempted to dye my hair red, which should tell you a lot. What happened was not good. <laughs> my roots got really red, and the rest of my hair was black, and I felt like a colossal failure of a human being. Oh, no. And then I started to get really stressed. And the next day, it was Father's Day, and I had to go to my sister's house early and make our present, because we're really, you know, really not last minute. And then <laughs> I did that, and then I was feeling so stressed, and then I, like, scrubbed my hair so many times, and then I re-dyed my hair, so I was like, great, all my hair's gonna fall out. I'm gonna be bald bright. No, I'm kidding. Not married, anyway. Okay. So That's a quote from the movie Bride Wars. Yes, just to and I was having a very... Like, and then I just started descending deeper into madness, and I was watching <laughs> this show, um, and it was just, like, not a light, wholesome show. It's not mm. bad. It was just kind of dark, just you know? Drama. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Not wholesome television. Yeah. It wasn't like it was inappropriate. It was just, like, it was just intense. Dark, dark okay. and death. It wasn't uplifting. You know? yeah. yeah. So then I was in church, and I was like, this day sucks. So then I went... <laughs> To my good friend God at Adoration after church. There's a little Adoration Chapel. And I went and I started journaling and journaling and journaling. And I still didn't feel super great. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? What do I want to do? So then I left the church and I went to the grocery store. And mm. I bought some window markers. Or no, dry erase board markers. Because I had a plan. I was like, I'm going to write some nice things on my mirror so I can be nice to myself for once. <laughs> I Mira, wait, Mira popcorn. is a mirror. Yes. I bought some popcorn chicken. I bought some pens. <laughs> and I hit the road. It sounds driving. like a good <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's what I'm saying. It turned out to be really well. Really good. So I did this random route that I never do. And I randomly was driving by my friend's house. And I was like, oh, I want to see if she's home. Was not home. But then I caught up with my mother who was going through an ice cream drive-thru. So I park my car, get out of my car, run to my mom's car, knock on her window while oh. she stopped in the drive-thru. And then, it, you know, it was a really dangerous. chill place. There was, it was not dangerous. Trust me, I'm not okay. dangerous. So <laughs> and then my mom and I had a really good deep conversation and she bought me ice cream. Mm, and it was really nice. And then, then I called Christina because I was proud of myself for coping well. Oh, I don't. And then I came home. <laughs> oh, this is a while ago. Yeah, it was. Okay, a long I was trying time to think ago. recently. I was like, what? My, my hair was acceptable again because I had re-dyed it dark. <laughs> I came home. I wrote on my mirror. I did some more journaling, and I felt so much better mm. because my first instinct in those feelings is to go home and watch even more television. Mm. Mm. But I was like, can't do that. I gotta get to the bottom of this. <laughs> and so I took some time for me, and that's what I needed to do to feel better. So I checked myself 
as I was wrecking myself. I have a question. Oh, no. How does Lauren's ear play into this story? (laughs) Yeah. I forgot to mention that. I don't know. It just got stressful. I, like, took her to urgent care to get her ear checked out. Oh. I was, like, being her mother for a sec. Oh, yeah. I turned into a baby. I was like, my child needs to have her ear checked right (laughs) now. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't mention that. Okay. I forgot about that. That's one of the reasons why the day was stressful. Then I had to dye my hair and wash it with Dawn, and it was just like, Oh, my gosh. Look, when you have bright red roots with black hair, yeah, it's yeah, you wash it with Dawn. I've done that good. when it's I dyed my hair too frightening. dark. Frightening. All right. Yeah. Well, mine is a mine is a quick one, and I will say that it's more of a less of an emotional bad day, more of a physical bad day that I had. So it's more a couple days too. So last week, actually, I'm still like a little stuffy. If you can hear in my voice, it's very nasal, um, because I was sick last week. And I was very sick and I had like a pretty bad cold and I was like, Ugh. I was dying. And so I was sick and we were about to leave for like a little part of our tour. I don't want to say tour because that sounds like a really long time. It was like a weekend, but still it was like tour. And um, we were doing all these practices. What else were we doing? There was something else we were doing. Book. We were doing something for our book. Oh, our book just came out. I don't remember. Launched. Our book launch. We were doing a lot of stuff, okay? And it was very busy the few days that I also was sick. So I was not physically prepared for that. Um, and it was terrible. So all day I felt like I was dying and I was like, oh my gosh. So I decided to put me first. This is what everyone's saying in their stories, but whatever. So I decided, I like I... Someone else said, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Lauren. I canceled all my plans. Mm. Oh, and like, and this was like the day before that we left. The day before that we left. The day before we left, I canceled my plans. I was like, okay, after I'm done with tour practice, I'm going to go home. And I went home and I cleaned my room and my bathroom because you can't be sick and sad in a dirty room. Mm. Even though I was sick and dying, I just found the strength to clean, okay? It wasn't like a deep clean. It was just like a clean enough. Yeah, I've done that many times too. Yeah, it's like clean you enough to like to, clean. to like look good, yeah. you know, and feel good. <laughs> Not Mr. Clean, okay? And then... <laughs> Suddenly Danny's the bald man on the magic erasers. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then I took a really long shower. I think I like re-dyed my hair or something. I feel like every time I'm having a stressful thing, I always go to physical self-care because it's like my favorite thing in the whole world. And just like taking a break and laying down is so fun. So I did that and I put my physical needs first and I cleaned and I canceled my plans and I um, decided I was going to pack early instead of doing it like the hour before, which is what I usually do. So because that's always a little stressful. So I was trying to eliminate stress and mess. And mm, I did that. Wow. Great job. And I made my environment better so that I could experience the sickness and the stressness in a better place. I think that goes also for not being sick, just being kind of yeah. sick too. Like yeah. cleaning up and like taking care of stuff mm. always yeah. makes you feel better. Always helps me, me in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll do mine now. Um, okay, this is weird because this is actually like two years ago. But for some reason, this really sticks out in my memory, and it took me a while to remember what actually happened, and it all came back together right as I'm about to tell you. So this was January 2017, and Max and I had been dating for three months. And I'll be honest and tell you guys, the first few months of dating Max was very strange for me because it was my first ser- like really serious like type he of would like hang upside down, pop out of my pillow, tiny oh. weird thing for me. And a lot of like dark feelings were coming up for me of like feeling unworthy of love mm. and feeling like 
I'm not good enough for a relationship. And I feel like I never knew that I felt that way until I was actually in the situation. And Max had been gone for three weeks. He went back to New York to visit his family and I really missed him. But as he was like about to come back, I was getting really nervous because I hadn't seen him in three weeks, which is the longest I'd gone without seeing him since we started dating. And I was like, what if he doesn't like me anymore? You know, it's just like this feeling of feeling unworthy. And I felt like, I remember just feeling very ugly and very, like, Aww. not... Catherine, can I say something real quick? Lauren and I always make jokes during this podcast. I was about to lean over right as she said that and say, ugly. I was about to say that. <laughs> and as I was about to say it, she said, I was feeling very ugly. So yeah. I read your mind. Well, you read my mind. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was feeling like that. And there it was weird because then a huge snowstorm came in. So there was, like, three days where I couldn't leave the house. And I think that kind of compounded everything. And so I just started to feel this mounting feeling of anxiety and this mounting feeling of ugliness and unworthiness, like, coming over me. And I think deep down it wasn't just about how I looked. I feel like it was just – I think Lisa explained this in her Things We Don't Talk About episode – I felt it in my body, like, oh, my body's not good enough. But it was really, I felt like I wasn't good enough. So that was more of the surface, like, thing. You take it out on your body, but it's just an internal feeling. Yes. And I would like to say that I think that this is one of the most important things when you're having a really bad day is trying to identify what you're feeling and why. And I think I realized this after the fact, but... I don't think I realized how much pressure I was putting my, on myself because I care. I was starting to care about him so much. And it was like, oh, this is so scary. You can't let him know you what care. If, yeah, what if I <laughs> care so much? Because that was actually a month before he told me he loved me for the first time. And I was just starting to feel it too. So it's just like all this stuff. But I remember that it wasn't like I did this magical thing to fix it or anything. I remember I was in my room and I was wearing my super dorky PJs. I feel like I have such dorky PJs. I've been wearing them since I was like a teen, like not the same ones, but I've always been wearing like a big t-shirt and pajama pants since I was like a teenager. And so I just, I looked, you know, very dorky, but I wasn't like, oh, I look dorky. I was just like, oh, this is what I wear, whatever. And I remember like I was in my room looking out at the snow and I just sat down. I was like, oh, I got to do my God time. So I sat on the floor in my room and I remember, so cheesy guys savvy (laughs) thoughts with Kath I looked in the mirror at myself in my dorky pajamas my face had a breakout of course making me feel so beautiful and I just looked at myself and I was like "Ah!" and I just started crying and I was like wow you're such a cute person Kath I did not expect that I know I did and I really I don't think it was me I think it was God I really do I think the Holy Spirit was there and I feel like God was showing me myself as I was. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, you're, you're great. Like, stop being so hard on yourself. You're just Aww. this nice girl. You're trying. You're not perfect, but you don't have to be perfect. And I remember just sitting there and, like, weeping and feeling like Aww. God was there. And I feel like to sum up the feeling, it was just the feeling of mercy. And mm-hmm. I feel like I was seeing myself with merciful eyes. And I feel like that's how God sees us. So mm-hmm. I know in, for me, I mean, I've done a lot of self-care things and and they definitely help. But sometimes when you're in such a state where things just feel so bad, you don't feel like you have the strength to do anything. And sometimes you'll just kind of surrender to the moment. And Mm. when you can do that, sometimes then God will come in there and show you who you really are. And that's really powerful. So that moment always sticks out to me, even though it was like two years ago. And I don't know, really beautiful moment. I love it. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Um, Mine was really recent. I think it was like last week, two weeks ago. I don't really know. Can't think that far back. So basically, I think there's different kind of hard times. There's hard times where you brought them upon yourself and you can kind of undo them. 
and you go, oh, I just need to do this thing. And there's other kind of hard times I'm going to talk about where you didn't bring it on yourself. Someone else or something else brought it on you, like life brought it on you, mm. and you have no control over it. You can't really do anything to fix situation. There's no fixing. What there is is like grieving, moving through, healing from, feeling you just have to go through it and there's nothing you can do about it. So those are the hardest for me because when there's something that I can do, I'm like, oh, all I have to do is this, this, and this. Got it. But if I didn't bring it upon myself, it's like, oh, dang it. I have no control. Like Amy's saying about not being God, yeah. you don't have control. And you're like, dang <laughs> it. I just got to ride the waves. I was going to say mm -hmm. ride the waves I can't control. It's a Kenny Chesney song, Build a Better Boat. So you just have to ride the waves you can't control. So basically... I was recovering from some health things that you guys will know about soon enough. I don't know when this, when the video goes out. And I was just feeling, there's a lot of things going on in my life at once. And I was feeling really depressed and down and just like uh, so many feelings. There was just a lot to go through. And I was like, how do I go through this? What am I supposed to do? I can't even like fix situation. What do I do? And what I realized was that I needed a combo of basically at home, self-care, emotional connection with myself and friends and well and people loved ones and I needed to get out of the house also those are the three things that really helped me so basically I canceled all the work things that I could cancel which is not very many if I cancel something for work you know it's a real it's a real problem I do not cancel work things ever so I canceled some work things that I could cancel and then I journaled and got all my feelings out try to make make sense of things I prayed so much just like praying and praying and praying praying trying to wrap my head around things it's like okay I can't change the situation let me try to wrap my head around it let me pray and let me just journal out and then I needed to reach out to a ton of people what made me feel so much better was talking to so many people about what was going on in my life and once again the right people. You got to talk mm -hmm. to the right people. If you talk Safe to the wrong places. people, that's not going to help. That's going to make it worse. So I talked to like 15 to 20 people probably. Whoa, whoa. Um, I just reached out to my friends and family and I told like everyone I could, everything that I could. And that was so helpful. It felt so healing. The more I would talk about everything, it just felt so much better. And I had to get out of my house. I don't know I kept being like, I don't want to leave my house. But then I had to leave it for something. I felt so much better when I left my house. It was like you isolate yourself, but then when you get up, get dressed, and go out mm. into the real that world. there's like life out there. Yeah. You're like, oh my it gosh, just, it's not all this dark hole in my it living It really room. like changed it. I don't know how. Normally I would have gone on a walk. I wasn't able to go on a walk in this situation because of the health stuff that was going on. I wasn't able to go on a walk. But I would have normally gone on a walk in the situation. I would have said 100% go on a walk, but I couldn't do that. So I just want to put that out there. Walks are like one of the best things. So that's what I did I, um, to summarize. It was I had to break it down for myself and I had to journal it out. I had to pray a lot, constantly pray about it. And I had to reach out to a lot of people. And then I had to get out of the house. And those things, I really felt better. I felt so much peace. I felt so much better. And I just felt like this is doable. I can handle this. I can do this. I'm just going to move through it. And that was how I turned around that bad oh. day time. So now Lauren is going to read a little bit from our book. It's one page and we don't have the hard copy today, but in future episodes um, from three on, we will have it and we'll get to show it to you guys. It's so awesome. But right now we have the digital copy. So Lauren is going to read. We also have the audiobook, which some people have said they 
absolutely love the ones who have uh, messaged me. I love the audiobook because it's like you're getting a pep talk from us. Seriously, it's amazing. I also love the physical book because then you can like reference things. I think they're both needed, honestly. So Laura's going to read a little section from chapter one, your relationship with you. Yes, and the subcategory of this chapter is dealing with the negative. Mm, let's hear it, Laura. All right. This is Lauren wrote this, me. Oh, um, gotcha. <laughs> it's really easy to put these impossible standards on yourself. For instance, my makeup has to be perfect. My outfits have to be perfect. My hair has to be perfect. I have to be perfectly in shape. I need to get perfect grades, make fun and cool friends, and have perfect, fun, exciting conversations with them all the time. I need to get a perfect boy who thinks that I am perfect. Mm. The list goes on. But when it, comes down, when it comes down to it, the only person who can choose your standards is you. So give yourself a break. The truth is, if you try to measure yourself against the world's standards, you'll never measure up because they're not humanly attainable. You'll spend your whole life never feeling good enough. You don't have to choose that for yourself. You can allow yourself to make mistakes. Stop judging yourself all the time and start being compassionate with yourself. Treat yourself the way you would treat a friend. I have always naturally been a perfectionist and I've always had extremely high standards for myself. I want to do my very best in every situation and I want people to accept me and receive me well 100% of the time. But I've learned that sometimes that's just not going to happen. Oh, mm. that was like a live like a audio I love that. Even though it ended. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what's next. Read the rest. Yeah. I want to know what's next. Thank you, Lauren. We're going to do um, a little section every single episode. So you're going to hear little snippets from the book. Okay, pretty exciting. Now we're going to do the last thing we do, which is Sister Spotlight, where we have <laughs> Lauren's take, Get Real with Christina, Sappy Thoughts with Kath, Amy's Current Crisis, Exposing, Lisa's Past, and Danny's Love Hate List. And this week's Sister Spotlight is... <laughs> Ding! Exposing Lisa's past. Oh, oh, Let me just say this is my favorite segment. Oh my god! It's my favorite okay. segment. Oh it's my everyone's. God. All right. Let's yeah, see. I Which cried at like the last one she did oh of my, laughter. Oh I my was, gosh, yes. I was crying. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was too much. Okay, too much. So I brought in three. I think these are songs. Some of them. One of them might be a poem. I believe they all had melodies at one point. But <laughs> oh no, this is just like oh no. You know, people are like like a lot of people don't. I hate to bring up the Enneagram just because it feels cliche, but a lot of people don't believe me when I say that I'm a four. They're like, you're like a seven, blah, blah. What? But this might, what? yes. A lot of people say that to me. They don't it's, believe it because they think, they oh, a four you. would live in a log cabin and only cry all day. <laughs> they don't know the Enneagram clearly. Stereotype. But when you read this, you may change your mind. Oh. This is me as a child in my true state. Um, oh, my. So here's some of my poetry. I believe this is between the ages like, 12 and 14 about yeah, maybe 11 all right okay let's see what to start with okay here's one they don't have titles it's just a, you know it's just an emotional dump <laughs> it happens in the moment so i'm not trying to make anything for anyone i hate when you put me out to the point where i'm fighting back my tears everyone's oblivious to the battle going on inside my head She's and then it just goes to she. She's walking down an empty lane, leaving a trail of tears behind to follow to her hiding place. Oh, oh my but god. No one cares at all. Oh the back seat is overtaken by silence. 
not coincidental. <laughs> Disguised by stress <laughs> is an emptiness hanging over her head. Whoa. Oh. I wish it would rain. Please put out the fire burning me to the ground. <laughs> Whoa. It's getting harder to fake a smile when I still have not been found on the island of lost toys. <laughs> yes. And dreams from long ago. Still chained to your heart, running in circles, because she won't go away. <laughs> Who is she? I don't know. I won't say it, but I still want to. Does it show? What? That was oh my god. Okay, I like no, I'm laughing. I'd like to say I'm not laughing at her pain because that is very sad you felt like that. But the way that you're reading it is so dramatic that it's freaking Because I look back and I'm like, what in the world was I talking about? I'm chained to your heart. She won't go away. Like, whose heart? I don't know. Like honestly, guys, that was probably about my 14-year-old crush from our youth group, starts with an E. Oh who was like dating another girl and we never spoke so I'm like Came she won't go heart. away your girlfriend that you talk to meanwhile <laughs> I'm a girl that you don't even know like that poem yeah teenage oh, hormones deep. are wild wow. this is like preteen. Um, you said 12 right. 14 yeah but you know I count that as all right, okay. right. here's the, the beginning one. of the hormones Let's see. oh wait no maybe I'll do this one last oh jeez wow. alright here's another one this one's really sad but I'm gonna skip the middle line because it's a little too personal um does her tear-stained face tell you a thing? <gasps> Emotionally drained? This song makes no sense to sing. <sighs> skip, skip. Um, <laughs> she thought it was over and finally gone. Maybe, just maybe, she'd finally won. The good comes and goes, but the bad stays long. I don't even know why I'm writing this song. Nobody knows what's happening to me. Everyone's looking, but no one can see. Oh. You were wrong when you said the end will make things clear. She's surrounded by pain, sadness, and fear. Just leave. Go ahead and disappear. <laughs> oh, the my devil God. whispered in your ear and made you do the things you've done. Well, now that she's broken, you finally won. But don't let me tempt your heart, in quotes, to cry, because that would ruin your makeup. Goodbye. What? Oh my what does God. the devil have to do with anything? Well, Who if is you this read woman? the middle line, you would know. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That one is deep and very personal, but you know, I just want to give you guys a glimpse of the drama because everyone's like, oh, Lisa's a Martian, but sometimes Martians have feelings. <laughs> oh. Okay, this is okay. the last one. I say this one because I just really like the opening line. I feel like it's, it's a little quirky, but it's obviously still horrifyingly sad. Okay. I got a crooked spine, but a straight soul. I'm, not, I'm looking for love, not a place to hold. Don't want a business card. Just want some of your time. I needed words to sing with these chords. And you filled them in, you double-edged sword. <laughs> what? I got a new song, but a broken heart this time. So what if you take my breath away? I need a pure soul, not some lame cliche. I need full of God, not filled with lies. Oh my and God. And I don't care what color your eyes are if you don't care what's on my mind. I don't care just how beautiful you are. If you don't love, no, you don't love me, dot, dot, dot. You can sing me to sleep for the rest of your life, but I won't dream of you. No one, not one more time. You can't help how you feel, but I can help how I spend my time. Don't need a hand to hold if it's not strong. How can I write a 
a hit if I don't go wrong? <laughs> For now, I just need to be alone. You can take the trampled necklace off of the floor. <laughs> don't want you to bring me down anymore. And then chorus, and then there's two more lines. Can't say I'm really over it. It's all the verse. But I don't want to be stuck here. Don't need a boyfriend. Now let me make it clear. Chorus. <laughs> I don't know what the chorus Lisa. was. Wait, what? No, I need to read that end again. Can't say I'm really. Oh, maybe. And I don't. Uh, can't say I'm really over it. But I don't want to be stuck here. Don't need a boyfriend. Now let me make it clear. What? No who are you one talking asked to? to be my boyfriend <laughs> until the boyfriend oh. that I have right now, and I'm 26. <laughs> I don't know Lisa. what I was talking about, guys. I have, this rings no bells. Like, and that is why it's obvious to me that this was all a fantasy. Like, there, this is not someone that I even talked to. Lisa, it sounds like you were fantasizing about having a celebrity boy like you. Maybe. Because you're like, I don't need a business card and you can sing me to sleep, but I don't care. Yeah, Wait, who a business sing me? Yeah, like when she said business card, it reminded me of like like a music Maybe. Thing. Yeah, just very weird. So I'll be bringing in more samples throughout the season, but you know, I, I have so wait. much drama from my childhood. Oh my I'm going to get a tattoo that says, I got a crooked spine, but a straight soul. Across my forehead. My favorite line I think was, I want, I need full of God, not filled with lies. Like who is filled with lies? I was such a rigid child actually like people don't see that well so. i mean you do want full of god and not full of lies right? i know but what 12 year old is like i want full of god not filled with lies like i i would say the other song when you said satan spoke to you or whatever yeah, the that devil was, whispered in your devil. ear that was oh. guys my moral compass was like off the richter scale oh, like no. you dropped a pencil you will pay like Oh my gosh. So, I know that's a moral compass. I hope you guys have gotten to know me a little bit more, and thank you for listening to my much. weird past. Wow. That was a lot. Too much. Wow. <laughs> Love it. I can't even handle that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> anyway. New Instagram bio, full of God, not filled with lies. <laughs> so weird. Crooked spine, uh, straight soul. soul. Okay. Anyone swiping through Bumble, you can be like, I'm looking for full of God, not, not filled, filled with lies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good one. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Our next episode is available only on Patreon. And if you join, you get our last season. We had half of that full season is on Patreon. So you can see all of that plus all the other stuff on Patreon. Um, link is in the description. And we'll see you guys for episode three on YouTube or we'll see episode two on Patreon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for watching. You've been listening to the Cimarelli Podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. <laughs>